0: the Sister Sister Podcast. I started this podcast as a guide for the young woman coming into her own and for the woman who is still trying to figure it out. I'm your host, Trudy, a stay-at-home mom who is building a community for women to uplift each other and to feel connected by similar life experiences. We're talking about lifestyle, health, relationships, current events, and so much more. So get comfy and listen in. Welcome to the Sister, Sister podcast. Today, we are sitting down with Janet Livingston, co-author, blogger, and podcaster. We are talking about finance, mom life, and self-care. So I'd like to welcome Janet to the Sister, Sister podcast. How are you, Janet? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's, you know, fall, temperature is getting a little bit cool, but... um, (laughs) We're we're getting ready for winter. We're getting ready for winter. Yes. So we're gonna go over like a couple of questions today, um, but I want you to just tell us a little bit about yourself and um, and what you're bringing to like the mom community and and stuff like that.
1: Okay well as you said my name is Janet Livingston. I live in the U.S. Um, I have a podcast called The Middle of Motherhood and I also have a private um, Facebook community group and a YouTube channel by the same name and the whole point and purpose of me doing that was so that I could connect with other moms just because life can seem so crazy. um, We get so I guess busy, we get bogged down with everything. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, you can kind of feel like you're isolated. Like you really just focus on your kids or you just focus on things around your house. And then you can kind of forget about, you know, forget about yourself as a woman. Forgiving about caring, caring for yourself, um, all those good things, and so that was why I wanted to co- create a community for just other moms for us to connect and be a resource to one another, and just for me to get these crazy thoughts out of my head mm-hmm. <laughs> because I know I'm not the only person that you know goes through things or struggles with things. And then, as you said, um, I am a co-author on a book called Embracing Imperfections, and it's a book with um, thirty-two women who each talk about a struggle that they overcame in their life. Um, what they learned while they were going through that and how they became a better person on the other side of it. And then the hard work steps that they took um, for that situation. And so my chapter is about finance. So I will, I'll talk a little bit more about, you know, just why being frugal and saving money and all those things are important to me.
0: Awesome, awesome. So let's dive right into like the first question, which you touched upon. Um, so tell me why mom communities are necessary I like think why they're,
1: they're really like needed. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I think they're need. It's okay. I think they're needed because motherhood, like I said earlier, can be very isolating. Um, if you're whether you're a stay at home mom or you're a working mom, um, your whole life can just revolve around your family and your kids, and then you can not even realize it that you're isolating yourself. You're not doing the things that you used to do before you became a mom. You're not maybe doing the self-care things that you used to do, you might be forgetting about your hobbies, just all the things that made you a person before you had kids, you can kind of forget about those things and just focus on your kids and your families, and so I just wanted to uh, connect with other people so that um, we can kind of talk about some of the similar struggles, Um, just talking to Trudy and we're both we have young kids and i can totally understand you know mm-hmm. the struggles that you go with or that you go through having young kids and you know how hard it is to get out of the house and oh um, my
0: gosh yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> keeping the house clean and all the things that go on behind the scenes uh just trying to keep everything together and running smoothly and i think as women sometimes we feel like we need to be perfect um, 100% need, oh my gosh yes If we make a mistake, we get hard on ourselves. And so, you know, having other people that you can depend on and um, people to support you, even if you've never met them in person, you know, that is empowering to be able to connect with somebody and to have somebody say like, hey, I understand what you're going through. Um, I'm having that same struggle. Here's what helped me. So I believe all those things are important. And I believe that um, we need a village so that we can make it through motherhood. And I truly believe that we need mom communities for that.
0: Oh, definitely. Like, I know I had like this perception in my head before giving birth that, like, everything's just gonna kind of run smoothly and it's gonna click and I'm gonna get it. But then yes. I hit the wall, like, right after I was like, I have to, my body was healing. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I didn't realize, okay, I have to take care of this baby, but I also have to take care of myself. So I I was just going and then thinking cleaning and cooking, like there was so much, and it was just so overwhelming in the beginning, especially those first two to four weeks, I was just Mm -hmm. so overwhelmed. And I feel like it kind of broke me a little bit. So I did, like, I had to find other people in my community, although I live in a small town, find other people in my community that I can talk to about you know like the baby blues and going through postpartum like depression and stuff like that in in the beginning because I just I was so overwhelmed and even sitting down and like talking to family and friends and talking to my my husband about like what I'm going through and that I need help but I need to like delegate tasks and just like as you said having the mom community so you can little things that maybe your husband doesn't get where it's like what you're going through as a woman or just like if it's like breastfeeding or if it's just wanting to feel perfect you know what I mean Mm -hmm. you can do and accomplish everything and it's like listen no mom can do and accomplish everything sometimes it's give and take right it's like either you're Mm going to be your house is going to be clean but meals aren't (laughs) cooked
1: you know, (laughs) or you're,
0: it's, it's going to be a give and take. It's not going to be perfect all the time. There are days that run so smoothly and days where it's like from the morning, you can just tell, okay, this may not be the greatest day, but let's just get Mm -hmm. through it. So Mm -hmm. having that community to see like, no, it's not always perfect. We definitely have really great days, not so good days. And then the days in between, but having Mm -hmm. other women where you can say, okay, like she's not perfect. She's not perfect. Listen, none of us are perfect. We're just all trying our best and we're just trying to figure it out as we Mm -hmm. go even though there are a ton of parenting books um it's kind of what we're going through as a woman as a mother Mm -hmm. in that role so um I definitely love like the mom community that's kind of building like around myself and having other like even listening to your podcast and being like oh my gosh everything is just on point like it's it's not scripted like our life isn't scripted it's just no as it goes and things just happen and we kind of just have to roll with it and um that's what that's what it's about so um yes. definitely 100% if you're a new mom you need to find that mom <laughs> community that you know that you click with and that you they get you and you get them kind of thing and it's it's just so relatable. So um, I'm thankful. I'm definitely thankful for having like a mom community around me and growing too. Like it's not like we're saying no, you're not, you can't come in. It's so accepting, and mm-hmm. we all know that we go through. As you said, we go through different things. So having that mom community is definitely, I think, a necessity. Definitely needed if you're a new mom if you've been a mom, you know, five times, whatever it is, having that community definitely helps. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me, since like you touched on finance, so tell me how you came up with these frugal tips and why you think money management is important.
1: Well, it was more so a life thing. Um, I, I, I guess I became frugal after going through a season of unemployment and involuntary unemployment and Mm -hmm. not having full-time employment for about 10 months and you know just because you don't have the money coming in the bills still have to be paid Mm -hmm. and this was before I became a mom and this was just me as a single person Um, but going through that season it really helped me understand that I wasn't budgeting I was not um, paying attention to where I was spending money I was frivolous with my money and so, you know, going through that hard season actually helped me uh, better manage my money and understand how to manage money. And so uh, just going through that season, it forced me to learn how to save money. Mm-hmm. And so then I just kinda picked up little frugal tips. Like I I could probably find a way to save money on almost everything. <laughs> no. <that's laughs> Outside amazing. of just, you know, typical bills. Like I can I have a hack for everything. <laughs> um I <laughs> I coupon, you know, I comparison shop you know I do all sorts of things I find deals on Amazon just all types of things um speaking of Amazon I do have another Facebook group called frugal finds and deals Mm -hmm. and it's where I post Amazon deals on there because I love Amazon it's my (laughs) my little pleasure (laughs) awesome that's Um, great yeah and so then after going through that season of unemployment um, that's actually like shortly after that is when I became a mom in 2015 mm-hmm. and so um, going through that and now understanding that you have you know if it's your if you only have one kid you have two people with the same income and you know if, if you're a mom you know how expensive kids are um, but if you're working if you have a full-time job you have to deduct daycare unless you have like people that can kind of help watch kids and you kind of coordinate your schedules but for most people you know you have to include child care um, you have to include uh, medical costs for healthcare. care um, you have to think about formula if you don't breastfeed and if you do breastfeed you have to think about the extra equipment and supplies that you need um, you have to think about diapers they need clothes like every two to three months the first when, year oh <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> So you have to think about all of those things, and most times your job is not going to say, "Oh, you have an extra person, so here's an extra bonus <laughs> to help mm, get you not. So, <laughs> so you you have to figure it out, and so um, it's important for me to not go into debt. And so I love during that, that point. season, yeah, during that season where I wasn't working, I started piling up debt. Um, just on, like, some of it was health things and other things. It was just stupid stuff, just like putting stuff on credit cards and, you know, not paying it off. And mm-hmm. so after going through that, I actually paid off all that debt.
0: Amazing. So Congratulations.
1: I, thank you. So that when I did have my, my oldest daughter, oh, at least I didn't have debt. Like, yeah, money was still tight, but at least I didn't have those extra minimum payments to pay out to other people. Um, so that was definitely a blessing. Um, But yeah, when you're when you have a kid and or if you have multiple kids, you have to get a handle on your money because kids are so expensive and the costs are only increasing Um, inflation, you know, the price of gas, the price of food all those little snacks they want oh my gosh boxes. I just got I
0: just got goosebumps when you're like the price of gas the price of yes. inflation I'm tired of hearing the word transitory because it's not transitory <laughs> <laughs> um I get like a thousand percent um kids are so expensive and I don't mean to put yes. a damper on like during pregnancy and you know the joy of that moment but sometimes mm-hmm. we're just of like oh baby and crib and really cute clothing and cars yes. and this so and we think of all these great positives and sometimes yeah we think about money management but there really needs to be just like how we go to our prenatal um, appointments there really needs to be a focus on yes you have your newborn but you have 18 years yeah care of your child And you have to think about and sit down with your partner or whatever it is, or even have that conversation with yourself about how you're going to manage your money as your child grows, if it's saving for education, saving for healthcare, And I'm not saying um, not to buy nice things, but Mm -hmm. I've learned to be frugal in that sense too, where it's like education is very important to me. So making sure that I'm putting away money for education. Yes, Mm -hmm. clothing is nice, but you kind of have to be like, okay, can I buy secondhand? Um, can I get hand-me-downs from friends because as you said these kids grow out of clothing in two weeks to a month and it's being puked on pooped on (laughs) dragged to the floor rolled on like everything so you have to like you have to plan not just for the newborn infant toddler stage and onward so definitely Mm -hmm. being frugal as much as you can because we can't predict how um our countries are going to manage finances because we're mm-hmm. kind of just going to be, we're in it, right? We're part of, of that kind of uh, in, in that situation. So we're kind of victim to if gas prices go up,
1: if, mm-hmm. you know,
0: our electricity prices go up, if, you know, inflation, our groceries, our water, like everything, we're kind of just going to be, we have to pay for it even if we are mm-hmm. trying to cut back, cut back as much as we can. So especially I think in this environment, trying to be frugal as much as you can, especially it's just thinking just in case, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just in case, because we can't predict what's going to happen. Just in case, um, I've definitely trained myself to think that way because I'm just like, you just never know. At this point now, like in Canada, our gas prices are like a dollar, Forty for regular, and like for premium, you're paying almost like a dollar, fifty dollars, sixty. Mm-hmm. So it, it adds up. It adds up. Yeah, it adds up. So yeah, I definitely. um, When it comes to frugal tips, I will be checking out <laughs> your groups and tips because I mean, why not? Sometimes you don't always have like coupons and stuff like that, but um, paying paying attention to prices and kind of mm-hmm. searching or using specific apps if you need to price match um yeah and sometimes people would also associate like doing that kind of stuff with um like people shouldn't have any shame I think or yes feel bad if you're like you're buying the same product Mm -hmm. and we've seen this before you're buying the same product and it will be two dollars cheaper in one store compared to you know another store where they're selling something for a 17.99 and you can get it for 15.99 or 13.99 so why the Mm -hmm. heck would you pay more money you know yes. what i mean so stuff like that just going and price matching and seeing where you can get the best deals like absolutely nothing is wrong in doing that and you're actually a smarter person being more financially conscious by doing that i think yes yeah and and then putting kids and family and budgeting and yeah all that stuff going in um and that's another thing that i actually struggled with too is like now that i'm at home you have to look at your household and be like, okay, how much money is coming in and how much money is coming out? And do we need to be, you know, having so many subscriptions, TV mm-hmm. subscriptions, And do we need to, you know, have, be having, you know, so many cars and so many, sometimes just the excess of everything. And you have to mm-hmm. think, do we really need this or can we cut back? So yes. kind of being, if you, if you end up being that woman who manages your household, and I feel like women are really good at it when it comes to balancing things if you give mm-hmm. a woman like a toonie or whatever it is you know what i mean and when it comes to like money we can really balance things and really make it mm-hmm. stretch if we need to um, yes. so when you're finally in charge of like looking at your household income and the budget you can see as i said where the money is coming in where the money is going out and what you can what you can do with that you know what i mean what you can kind of mold mm-hmm. and, and make with how much money is coming in and going out and what's really necessary mm-hmm. Yeah. So definitely, um, important for, um, when having kids, definitely, important yes. having kids. <laughs> yes. um, so another question for you, um, how do you balance your mom life and finding time to take care of yourself? Just being like a woman, like how do you find time to just turn off, shut up mom life as much as we can <laughs> and just say, I need to take care of me. I need to take care of Janet. Like, how do you do that?
1: Well, that's a loaded question (laughs) because I'm not sure. I'm not sure how well I'm doing in this area, Um, but you know, transparency and vulnerability. Um, But I would say some tips that I gave on one of my podcasts was to try to think back of the things that you like to do before you had kids, and even if you can't do them in like, if you can't devote the same amount of time, like let's say you worked out, like maybe you can't go to the gym and spend two hours every day, but maybe you. and spend 10 or 15 minutes at home, maybe taking a walk up and down your street. Like try to find ways to incorporate the things that you used to do before you had kids into your life. And sometimes that means you have to take your kids with you and <laughs> put them in a mm-hmm. stroller and take your walk or whatever. But if you can find a way to um, just, <clears throat> just add some things that you used to do into your life now, that's really helpful. Another thing that helps me balance is it's planning. I try to plan and organize as much as I possibly can because if I don't, life is going to happen. Murphy's law: something's going to go wrong. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so, I find that when I try to like schedule things out, like I have the chores scheduled for the week, and I try to do certain things on certain days. Now, it doesn't mean that it's actually going to happen, but it keeps me from like doing everything every single day. And then I saw like (laughs) amazing. I think honestly, we're like the same person
0: because I had to learn that. I had to learn that before I was like, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to delegate just my weekends to doing chores. That did not work for me. I had to say, okay, do like zone cleaning my house every single day, doing a little bit at a time because there is no way I can accomplish cleaning in two days or one yeah. day cleaning everything so oh my gosh I wish I had learned that sooner. <laughs> I wish I had learned that sooner like six or seven
1: months ago but yeah sorry to interrupt but go ahead Continue. That's okay. but yeah for me it's more it's that to try to keep from doing everything or it's also to try to keep me from procrastinating but another thing is it puts a boundary up because I'm the kind of person if I see it needs to be done I think it needs to be done right now and sometimes that kind of takes away from time that I could possibly have to myself you know if I'm so exhausted when my kids go to bed I'm just gonna pass out <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. not gonna get that me time so trying to just stay organized and stay on top of things helps me to find some type of balance in my life and then I guess also adjusting my expectations I'm never gonna have the whole day or the whole weekends of myself probably mm-hmm. but if I can like maybe like while I pump I try to watch my favorite shows then because I can't do anything else at that time mm-hmm. so that kind of helps me find a little joy and find things that I uh, find enjoyment in and still also be a mom and make sure that my my family and my kids everything are taken care of
0: no that's that's awesome yeah definitely can agree with that finding like the pockets of time some sometimes yeah. and, and planning in advance so that you can have okay like if I have to cook earlier so that I can have like, and bedtimes a little bit sooner, so that I can have like those extra two minutes of just quiet me time. Yes. You know what I mean? (laughs) You get it, like just like close the door, like it's silence. I can like, I can like, even if it's just scrolling through your phone, checking your emails, like putting your feet up and like drinking a glass of wine or whatever it is, like you just want that, just that time to just like rest your brain, like rest, just rest your whole body. (laughs) so it's definitely like delegation I just wanted to like add this quickly were you a planner before having kids
1: yes and it's necessary now and even I'm like such a type a planner organizer and I still get behind stuff still sneaks up on me but I couldn't make it if I didn't plan things and keep up with things
0: okay because I'm like I was thinking about this the other day. I feel like I'm the same type of person. I am a planner. You can ask my sisters. They're like, Trudy plans everything. I'm a scheduler. I love my day timer. I will plan my day out in like one hour, two hour blocks. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> it keeps me sane. It keeps, it really does yeah. keep me sane. It keeps me on track. So, and I was like this before having my son. So I was like, maybe just through motherhood, it, it adapts. It kind of just wraps into the same thing, but mm-hmm. maybe that's how some, women kind of cope with motherhood and get through motherhood if they were a planner before and that Mm -hmm. probably helps some of them who are like that get through their Mm -hmm. day-to-day that's what I just thought I thought of that the other day I was like maybe that's what it is if you were a certain way before having kids it's kind of gonna blend into motherhood and you're kind of gonna take Mm -hmm. that with you into motherhood and sometimes you kind of have to adapt and other times you don't you're just like you know what this is how it's going to be because this is how I was before having kids but Mm -hmm. I think that kind of that worked that worked for me although you still have to tweak a couple of things instead of saying Mm -hmm. okay I'm going to clean twice a week you're like no I have to clean a little bit every day as I go because that's going to make the most sense it's not just balancing me it's balancing Mm -hmm. out the whole entire household (laughs) yes (laughs) so definitely delegating and planning for sure um, anything else that you wanted to add to that for how, like finding time for yourself?
1: Um, that was it just find, you know, the hobbies that you enjoy, maybe try to sneak in a bubble bath or, you know, light a candle, listen to some music, try mm-hmm. to sneak in something for yourself like that once a month, if you can.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. That's, that's a must even just to, you want to feel normal again
1: yes yeah as a mom you just want to
0: feel <laughs> you want to feel normal again sometimes and not having like your kids that you're like constantly tugging on your pants and you know you're being pulled everywhere so mm-hmm. having that time where it's just like centering yourself and if it's your kids if it's not your kids or if it's your husband you're like you just need time to just <laughs> for yourself yes just, just for yourself so um definitely some great tips there um, so what advice would you give to first-time mothers and young mothers?
1: I would say, show yourself grace. You're going to make mistakes. You're not going to do everything perfectly. You probably won't remember to do everything. Um, but just show yourself some grace and do the best that you can every single day. And what your best was yesterday may not be your best today. I think I struggle with that as I think, oh, I'm supposed to be super productive, all day every single day like never take a break never sit down um but days change like maybe you got a lot done on monday maybe you don't get a lot done the other days of the week but that's okay you know do your best every single day and if your best looks different that's okay you're doing your best um your kids are taken care of um you know just show yourself appreciation and show yourself some grace
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's really good that's really good tips Um, Is there anything that you would say to young mothers, especially when it comes to maybe like money management? Um, Because I'm not really too sure, like dynamic wise, but I know like for myself having to budget and then if you're I can only imagine like being a young mother and Mm -hmm. maybe going to school and then trying to budget. So what Mm -hmm. would you say to like young mothers if there's any other budgeting tips or frugal tips that you could give them?
1: Um if you're a young mom, I would say I guess you're in a season where you're trying to establish yourself as an adult and you're now responsible for a little person and you have to make sure that they have all the things that they need. So I would say set a good foundation for yourself. Um if you're in school, you know, I know it's hard to manage school if you're going to school and working and taking care of your kids. I know that could be really tough. <laughs> but if you're in school, you know, try to you know, do your work and um, get your degree, whatever it is, so that you can lay that good foundation for yourself. Um, Budget, take care of your money, pay attention to what you're bringing in, what you're spending. You know, there are some certain things like we have to buy, but maybe you can get it a little bit cheaper somewhere. Um, So pay attention to the cost of everything. Sometimes you have to sacrifice and say no to things that you want to do, like maybe you don't go get your nails done maybe you do your nails at home you know you still get your nails done but maybe that's not something that can fit in your budget um so look at the things that you that you did before you had kids and see like maybe where you can make some adjustments and then all in all just do the best that you can no matter how old you were when you started as a mom you know do your very best Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. that's great advice um And then, what are you currently implementing in your life to prepare for your future? I have this thing with like my sister and my friends that we do things today for future self. So that's Mm -hmm. one of our favorite things to talk about is future self. So, what are you doing right Mm -hmm. now to to help your future self?
1: Um, that's a good question. (laughs) What am I doing for future, Janet? Well, my old lady name is Ellen, so. (laughs) So I like that. what am I doing for Helen um I would say like the things that I do just setting goals for myself with tomorrow in mind and not just today so like trying to be good with finances you know my husband and myself so that um like last year we paid off all of our debt so we didn't have to have that coming into this year with a new baby because I have two kids now um so that was something that we did to take care of our future selves so that we wouldn't you know be paying interest on money and not yeah. earning anything off of it. Exactly. Um so that's one thing like getting our finances in order. Um another thing is um I guess I would say like trying to create additional streams of income so that I'm not dependent upon just a regular a regular job just like that's your only source of income because I don't think that job security is a thing anymore like it was several generations ago so just looking at ways that we can you know create additional streams of income so that we can you know eventually be our own bosses and not have to focus on you know building other people's hopes and dreams and their futures and then you work for the same company 20 years and then you don't have a lot to show for it Mm -hmm. so that's kind of where my mindset is right now is like trying to prepare for the future and also trying to uh, show my kids that they don't have to do things the typical way or the average way that you know just because that's the only way it's ever been done it doesn't mean that that's the only way that it can be done so that's That's kind of where our minds are for right now
0: that's amazing that's like all points the last one definitely it's like with raising kids knowing that what we do and what we what we do on our daily basis is kind of what they're seeing and what they're absorbing so teaching them Mm -hmm. like what we did as younger kids I mean what our parents taught us it was okay yes but we can do Mm -hmm. better so always trying to teach our kids better and that there's there are different ways as you said of doing things not just always the conventional way you can end up maybe with making more money, being a lot happier um, mm-hmm. by doing things a different way, finding your passion a different way, pursuing, you know, a job or a career or entrepreneurship a different way. So especially mm-hmm. now with all the technology and everything, it's like, yeah, our, our minds, we can think of so many things, so many possibilities, so many opportunities. It's not just, you know, the cookie cutter way of doing things. So I feel mm-hmm. like that's that's absolutely amazing to like teach kids it's not, uh, it's not as black and white as we think it is. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. Um, anything else that you would like to add? Any questions that you would like to ask me at all?
1: Um, what, do you, what would you say the one thing that motherhood has taught you? Or like the biggest thing that you've learned through motherhood?
0: Um, the biggest thing that I've learned in motherhood is that I can't, um, being a kind of a control freak, I can't control it. Mm -hmm. I can't control my day-to-day. I can't um, control or dictate the way that my son's going to behave. I have to, Mm -hmm. and especially his learning, I kind of have to, I have to watch him and I have to observe and I can't do it for him. Mm -hmm. I have to remember, especially if the way that I want to raise him, I want him to be confident is a huge thing for me. I want him to have confidence um, Mm -hmm. and I don't want to be so overbearing and so protective and create this shield for him that he can't flourish and do things on his own so it's mm-hmm. me backing off on the kind of wanting to control everything and say you can do it yourself i'm here to catch mm-hmm. you if you fall but i'm gonna let you try mm-hmm. so that's the biggest thing that i've learned in motherhood that it's just take a step back Trudy. yes watch and make sure that he's okay but mm-hmm. and let him know that he's okay and he has that safe space um, mm-hmm. but let, let him try let him try. And yes, he'll, he'll make a mistake, let him try again.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: and I have to keep that in mind, guess he's young. And as he gets older, I think I'm going to have to remind myself of that, that he needs to make those mistakes. And he needs to be able to make, make corrections. And, mm-hmm. um, and just remembering that and, and accountability and just the way that I want uh, him to be kind of raised and being independent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's the biggest thing. That I've learned from motherhood maybe it's gonna change in a year or
1: two <laughs> but for right yeah.
0: now entering uh, toddlerhood I um, you can really see like the independence and them wanting to fiddle and think about things and instead of me saying no the blocks go this way I just have to hand him the two blocks and let him figure it out even if it takes a day mm-hmm. or two days I'm just gonna sit there and let him figure mm-hmm. out how the blocks work so that he can he can wrap his his mind around it and it's his mind working and his mind thinking through that. So instead of doing it for him and solving it for him, it's like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to hand it to you and you can figure it out and having confidence Mm -hmm. in myself that he can figure it out. So that's 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 what I'm learning. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm learning. Um, so I think this was great. This was an amazing interview. Thank you again so much for coming on to the sister, sister podcast, all the points that you mentioned, um, have definitely helped me and i was just like mind-blowing because it's like again it's not just me going through this i don't feel like (laughs) like, you know as isolated so i hope this helps um new moms moms to be um and og moms who have been through it and um anyone else who's like listening out there and just needs um some reassurance you know so thank you again so much Janet, for Coming on to the Sister Sister podcast. And um, you're definitely welcome back anytime with more frugal tips and um, <laughs> more uh, definitely self care tips and uh, new mom tips. So well, I want to thank me. you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend or a family member. Also, don't forget to leave us a review. You can find me on Instagram at True Mommy and Me where I share my daily life being a mom, wife, sister, and friend. If you're interested in sharing your story and being a guest, please contact me via email, which you can find in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time.